Hey, thanks for checking out the Blake Benz podcast. If you're a first-time listener, this is the podcast where I talk about how you can grow and scale your business. Whether you are a savvy business owner yourself or a brand new business owner or you are a dreamer that you're in your nine to five job and you've thought about, you know what, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll leave this thing behind and actually I'll hit the old dusty trail and try to sell something and make a name for myself. Or or even beyond that, maybe you're thinking, you know what, I never want to leave my full-time job, but I've thought about starting something on the side. I created this podcast about 10, 11 months ago with the idea of how can we give some good old-fashioned good advice to people who listen. And so those of you who are new to the podcast, thanks for checking me out. I really appreciate it. And for my returning listeners, as always, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. Love getting the text messages, emails, what have you of people who tell me, man, I listen to the podcast. Thanks so much. Uh, That is why I do what I do. I like to help people. I like to give a hand. And so speaking of that, today's episode is a fun one because I am feeling especially feisty I had a podcast interview with my friend, Aaron Sanchez, and she has a podcast of her own called Just Say the Word, and we recorded it this morning, and and because of the nature of my podcast, if you're not familiar, the back half of the week, there's always an episode, which is an interview with someone who is running their own business and making it happen. And so because of that, I have to schedule these interviews pretty far out. So for example, September is totally scheduled and booked. It's done. And we'll begin scheduling October here in the near future. So I recorded this episode with Aaron Sanchez that is going to come out next Thursday. So not this Thursday, but next Thursday. And it should be maybe, actually, I'm not even going to say the episode number because I've been butchering it as of late. But in our conversation, and you'll hear it on that actual episode, we began talking about people who... Well, basically what we had said was we were like, man, if we weren't honest, ethical people, we could make so much more money. Like we could make millions. (laughs) We could make so much more money if we were okay, if I had no conscience and I could just easily take advantage of people. And specifically, if you've ever been on Facebook, you have probably maybe seen an ad that talked about, hey, you can start your own business and you can make your dream a reality. And, you know, if you just come to this webinar or sign up for this newsletter, what have you, it's, it's going to happen. And it even reminds me back to when I first started my business, I worked with a couple different marketers who were saying, you know, okay, you need to tell people that you can make their dreams come true and that you can make them a millionaire overnight. And I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I remember just feeling like, that's like, what? Like, what? I need to tell people they could become a millionaire overnight. Like, but I, I mean, that's on them. I mean, that, you know, I I give great advice, but I mean, someone has to make the decisions to actually make the changes that they need to make to actually go on and be a successful person. You know, I can't do it for them, right? It's kind of like sometimes I'll be working with a a business owner or or someone's team and I'll say, I'll say, you know, you, you can't have me care more about this than you do. You know, I, you can't have me care about your business or your product or your team more than you do. You have to own that. Right. And so my job as a consultative service is to be consultative. It's not to be like your director of operations or like your managing partner or what have you. Otherwise you need to pay me a lot more money. Right. Well, so I say this, I'm like, you know, it's not my job to do that. They need to, <laughs> they need to take some, you know, strong ownership in this. And, and one of the marketers was like, well, that's what sells though. And I was like, yeah, but it's kind of like dirty money. 
right? I mean, it sure it sells, but it 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 sells in a way that it takes advantage of susceptible people, right? And so, what I want to talk about in today's episode, I want to talk about offering real, honest value to your customers. Real, honest value. Because when you offer something that is valuable, when it is plain and simple, if you strip away all of the the niceness about it, all of the adornments on it, I think about like the nicest copy or like the really pretty website. If you strip all of that away, what you sell to someone, if it is inherently at its core valuable, you will have a profitable, sustainable business. See, the reason that there are so many snake oil salespeople and so many, uh, you know, people who are okie doking, you know, desperate customers, the reason there are so many of these people is because they are so good at taking advantage of people's pain points. They're very good at essentially manipulating people into becoming buyers. Now, what does this do long term? What it does long term, it doesn't create very much a sustainable brand, but it can make you very wealthy in the short term. And and especially very smart salespeople, even if their one gig is not sustainable, they'll usually will take the cash from that and they will roll it into another business. You know, it's like, uh, and I'm I'm kind of thinking about people I'm careful to call out because I don't want to, I don't want to trash someone's reputation. But you can probably think of someone you've seen online, like a famous celebrity who you kind of eye roll whenever that ad pops up because you're like, okay, dude, I know, I know you will not make me $10 million in 12 months. Uh, And actually just, in fact, just to prove this, I was, I have a Google drive folder that's called stop doing this. And it's not for me to stop doing it. It's, It's like, Hey, internet marketers, stop doing this, please. And it's just screenshots of really awful bad ads. And some of them, I call them bad ads, but they're actually good ads. They've sold, I'm sure, lots of money because they're very good at manipulating people. Other ones are just flat out. They're they're bad ads like ethically, and they're also just very much bad ads. One of the ones that I snapped just this last week on Friday, it was, I was scrolling through, and I always like to give a hard time to people who are like renting uh, really expensive cars. So like if you see someone standing in front of a Lamborghini or some really nice car or like driving around in their Tesla while they're shooting the ad, chances are they rented that. And But what they're doing is they're showing something really nice to make you pause and say, ooh, okay, that person that person knows what they're doing. That person knows what's going on. Or it's the same thing. I, I read about this guy who uh, I was actually talking to this person. We're in a common Facebook group. And he was selling this this basically entrepreneurial real estate flipping service. So he'll help you flip houses and make you rich, basically. And so one of his ads was him standing in front of like this mansion, this beautiful home. And the ad copy was like, check out this ad that I just flipped in, you know, six weeks flat. And so someone in the comments was asking, because this is a private group, and they're saying, you know, man, that's that's crazy. Did that really happened? And he's like, Oh no, like I just drove to the really nice neighborhood and I snapped this picture of me standing in front of the house. You know, it was like he just found a for sale house and stood in front of it and and heck, and maybe it wasn't even for sale, maybe it was just someone's home. So, uh your home could be on the internet right now, who knows. 
But that's that's essentially what he's doing is he's taking this picture to entice the person who's who's scrolling through content to pause and say, "Huh, you know what? I've always been thinking about flipping houses, or I've been I've been told that I need to flip houses. This seems like the person I need to go with." Or what I was trying to say a second ago before I got off topic was on Friday I clipped this picture. I'm going to read it to you. I was scrolling through and I saw this guy, maybe 19, 20 years old. And he's standing in front of a Lamborghini and he's holding up his hands in the air, uh, like kind of like like a champion raises their arms. And he's wearing black sunglasses. You know, he's got the more on top ha- haircut, uh, you know, like the hippie haircut, uh, skinny. I mean, just very much hipster, uh, very much in fashion, I guess. And he's standing in front of this white Lamborghini. and It's on like this cliffside looking over this beautiful landscape. And so I pause and I kind of eye roll and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. Well, let me read the copy to this ad. And again, the copy is just the text that they've, it's the story or the writing they've developed to get you to do the action of either buying or clicking the link or what have you. So here's what he, here's what the story is. He writes, I made it. I did it. I looked at my bank account and couldn't believe it. $1.78 million. So I pause and I eye roll and I, I say, okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got the Lamborghini. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably a millionaire. That's whatever. I'll keep going. Rewind 18 months ago. And I was just like you. I was working a dead end real estate job, excuse me, retail job, doing meaningless work, living paycheck to paycheck with no end in sight. I was desperate. I was so unhappy and I was a lot like you. I remember after getting screamed at by a customer, I came home and instantly began looking for answers. That night, I read about day trading, like day trading stocks. I read about day trading, and it was in that moment my life changed forever. I realized my life and what I do with it is entirely in my own hands. And I realized the opportunity opportunity for me was much greater than I had ever imagined. 18 months later, here I am, and I want to show you how you can do it too. Best of all, I just want to, this is just, <laughs> I think I threw up in my mouth when I read this last line. Best of all, I just want to give back, so I'm giving away all of my secrets for free. I made my dreams happy, which I don't know if that sentence makes sense. I made my dreams happy? I made my dreams happy. You can too. Click the link below. And I didn't click it. I probably should have clicked it just so he would have been charged, you know, however many dollars and cents for the ad. So I see this and I just, this is like the most typical, this is the, this is like the stereotypical snake oil sales copy, basically. See, when you, when you offer something that's inherently valuable, it doesn't matter really what you say to describe. Now, obviously these things help you sell it, right? I mean, you don't have to be like, you can only find your product if you go to like the very back of Walmart and you pull back, you know, one of the, uh, you look between like the little space between aisles and you like dig through some product, then you'll find it in the very, very back shelf. And it's like this gem, like it's, it's not like that. It's not, you don't have to treat your product. Like, you know, you go to an antique store and it's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I found this. But on the same token, what happens is, when people are selling something that does not have value, 
What they do instead is they have to fluff up the product, and it's the age-old expression you've probably heard before. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. No matter how much lipstick, makeup, whatever you put on that pig, it's still a pig. And that's what's going on in this ad is... Let me, let me just, and here's, here's why this is so stereotypical, because this person has obviously read, watched, seen someone who has said, go do these things. So the first screen grab is the, or the first attention getter is I looked at my bank account and I couldn't believe it. And this is very much clickbait. And you've probably seen on your phone when you're scrolling through like the news article that pops up that says something like, when she delivered the baby, she couldn't believe what she saw. And so you click on it, you know, and you're like, what, what did she see, right? $1.78 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. I'm interested. Rewind 18 months ago. Okay, wow, that's really fast. That's basically overnight. That's incredible. I was just like you. Man, I had the dead-end job, meaningless work, to, uh, uh, paycheck to paycheck. I was a lot like you. Hey, I like this person. I feel, re- I feel like there's a relationship there. Like well, this person gets me. This person, I got screamed at by a customer. Okay, yeah, that's me. And then he moves on to now that he's got you emotionally, here's the product that he's selling, day trading, day trading stocks. And he, he rests that basically in this very motivational, this very positive. Uh, he says, my life and what I do with it is entirely in my own hands. It's basically the old adage of, you know, make your own way, you know, grab yourself up by the bootstraps, that whole thing. Uh, I realized the opportunity for me was much greater than I'd ever imagined, which again speaks to emotions we've felt before at some point. And when we say like our life, I thought my life is going to be so much greater, more, better, what have you. And then I love this part. I just want to give, I just want to give back. Hey, I'm just a really good person. I just want to give back. So I'm going to give away all of my secrets for free. Uh, I made my dreams happy. Again, makes no sense. You can too. Here's the deal. Wherever you are in your business, it should be a gut check if you really offer something valuable. And I'm not, I'm not against marketing. I'm not against advertising. I don't have any issues with those things. But here's where this snake oil salesperson mentality will get you. It'll get you spending a lot of time with unfulfilled, unhappy customers. And if you've listened to me before, you know that I'm really big on spending your time wisely, spending your time on what really matters. And so it's not sustainable in terms of your own time investment. You pretty much have to hire like a customer support specialist now to handle all your pissed off customers because you're selling something that does not work. It's not actually profitable, what have you. And then there's other people who they simply do not have a conscience about other people. It's like the classic narcissist. It's the sociopath. It's, well, it worked for me. So if it didn't work for you, that's your fault. You know, it's not that I manipulated you. It's that you're just lazy and couldn't make the dream happen like I did, uh, which I've seen people say things like that. And obviously I'm talking in extremes, but we can even, we can even bring this down a little bit more. If you've ever been in sales, probably at some point you have dealt with like a sales script where it's like, say these words. And that's basically what a sales script is. It's if you follow the script, if you stick to the script, the person will buy from you. The person will buy your product. And so what happens is essentially you're told to follow the script. And if you say these certain magic words, the silver bullet of words, you will make the sale happen. And there's a guy I follow on LinkedIn. I, I can't remember his last name. His first name is Tito. 
Tito B is what I'll call him because his last name starts with a B. I need to look him up again. He made a really excellent call out on LinkedIn several months ago where he basically said, he basically said, uh, maybe a salesperson had something, said something like you can was, was selling basically and said, if he, if you change this word with a different word, he was seeing like a 4% increase in sales. And so a good example of this would be like, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I'm blanking here. Uh, let's say that I sell a online advertising service. And so I say something like, you know, I have 10 spots on my schedule. I have one more spot. I'd love for you to be my 10th spot. That could work. But basically what the salesperson was saying was he changed his language to, instead of saying, I have one more spot to, Hey, I have limited supply. I only have, I, I don't know if this last spot's going to go anytime soon. You, you're going to want to go ahead and get that spot saved. Otherwise, you may lose it. And so you can hear the difference there. The second one is very much is creating a sense of urgency. It's trying to get you to compulsively buy. And not that the product even there is like a bad product. It may be a great product. But again, it's, it's, it's manipulation. And I had someone who told me all sales is manipulation. And I have a problem with that. I, I don't I don't believe in that. I don't think that's true. I mean, some of my best customers have been people who we had an honest conversation about their business and where they wanted it to go. And I honestly said, yeah, this is how I can help. Or, you know what? I don't think I can help there. I don't know if that's right for me. And so we either honestly decide to work together or we don't. Well, my man Tito basically reads this LinkedIn post and replies and just says, you are giving a bad name to salespeople everywhere. If you want to be a good salesperson, it's less about the phrasing in the script and it's about what's always been the case for good business. What is the problem you're solving and are you honestly and legitimately solving it? And if you are, that then is the value of your business. If you cannot build a sustainable business, it may not be that your marketing is bad. It may be that you ultimately have a valueless product. It's just food for thought. If you want to grow your business, you got to start there. What am I offering? Who am I offering it to? And does it specifically offer something meaningful? And especially on that offering something, uh, excuse me, offering to who, you know, don't be that person who says, I sell to everyone, right? Or, I was at a uh, meeting a couple weeks ago and this person was pitching their product and he said, you know, we really, we sell to everybody, you know, people, you know, friends of yours, family, uh, any customers you have, people you work with. And I was like, okay, so you, very literally you cannot be, you can't be sold to everyone. Now, yes, you may have different demographics who use your product, but especially as a small business, you have to niche down and figure out who are my customers. So Food for, thought, food for thought today. Uh, as always, man, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for listening. Let me know what you thought about the episode, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. And hey, also, if you want help with stuff like this, if you're trying to grow your business, if you want to secure your spot, you should call me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but for real, man, I, I do honest work. I love working with people. If you're trying to grow your business, you got to call me. You got to hook up with me and we can make this happen together. Uh, leave a review on the podcast if you haven't yet. Let me know what you think about it. And always, absolutely, I respond to every email, text, what have you, and definitely keep those coming in. I appreciate you. 
Have a good week. I'll see you later.